0: This episode is brought to you by Gamble Pants. Ever suffered from an embarrassing leak or gambled on a bottom burp and lost? Well, Gamble Pants are what you need to remove the element of surprise. Gamble Pants are airtight, leak proof, and comfortable to wear 24 hours a day. They're safe to sleep in, so there's no need to worry about thinking, Have you gone to the bathroom in your sleep? and making a mess. You'll find Gamble Pants in all reputable chemists, old people's homes, and soon vending machines in bar toilets. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 23 of Beer and Bands. My name's Chris. My name's James. And we'll go straight into it, um, because it has been a while, James. It has been a while, yeah. uh, tried and tested for this episode is from 4Pure Brewing Company, and it's called Monument Valley, which is a tangerine pail. Now, I've actually chosen this one. I don't believe you've tried it, is that right?
1: No, I don't think I have tried this one. Okay, so the reason
0: why I chose this beer is because we have had quite a few... Uh, orange or tangerine flavoured beers previously and none of them have I ever been sold on. This one is the first one I've ever had where I actually feel that they've done it right and I think the balance is correct across all of Oh wow, so
1: not too hoppy and and kind of subtly... Not over the orange.
0: Okay. But there's enough there that you can taste the orange but also... There's enough beer aspect to it, so if you want okay, to have a... Good, a, a uh, to go into. It, though, if actually, you have know. a quick sip, and I'll read through the can. So, The Four Pure Story is a simple but inspiring one. Two brothers with a passion for travel and adventure, looking to share their experiences of good times, great beer, and welcoming hospitality. Our beers are inspired by our adventures, and this flavourly collection series takes us to the US with bold hops and crisp modern ales. Monument Valley has prominent tangerine and citrus flavours, Low bitterness and a refreshing finish. So this one was actually I got from a order from Flavorly because let's face it, we buy beer from a lot of different places. So uh, I did see one of their offers. so I thought I'd give it a try, and yeah, I was really sold on this one. So
1: how- I mean, my first impressions is I can <laughs> I can see why you liked it. Um, it is very subtle in a sense it's not overly citrusy which I think is actually so nice to have And because I, I, I agree with you whenever we have citrus beers on there especially kind of IPAs and they have kind of citra hops it's overly it is overly citrusy or it goes down the really hoppy route to try and mask that citrusy rather than just dialing it down they try and put yeah. a different stuff in there and they make it too complex whereas actually this is really subtle and you, you don't get much kind of hoppiness at the end and actually the refreshing actually when, when, <clears throat> when beers say they're refreshing at the end half time they're not it's just the fact <laughs> it's that you haven't had a drink and it's just you know it's a summer thing and it's like yes there you go whereas actually that is very fruity and that really does linger like that stays and it's not kind of too tart or too sharp it's, it's actually really well balanced i yeah
0: well although to pay a lot there's enough bitterness in the aftertaste as well so if you're more of an IPA fan I still think that will tick a, enough boxes for you to keep you interested yeah. but I do think it's been quite nicely developed and it does tick the boxes a lot more than the ones we've had previously because I have been quite disappointed with some of the others. Yeah. So overall, I found it a really enjoyable drink. I, th- I
1: think um, Porphyr is is one of those that we, we've had a few. Sorry, what, what? I said that completely badly. Oh, there. yeah, I, I, there's no Porf- way on earth I'm letting uh. that slide. Um,
0: sorry, uh, what? Brewing company was that? Sorry, Porphyr. That's not what you said.
1: Porphyr. Yeah, I went the other way for some reason. Pure just, oh, let's not talk about your your English today already. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Well, two attempts to do the okay.
1: Firstly, it's it's been a while, okay. Like i am not well, to we're, speak we're not talking to about it. sexual oh,
0: references now, James. So if you could stick it to the beer, that'd be nice. Um. Wow. <laughs> okay,
1: my boyfriend Daniel is a bit busy at the moment. Okay, it's not my fault. Wow. A bit harsh.
0: Uh, and <laughs> so um, yeah, very quickly before you carry on, uh, you do get the uh, there's you get the citrus fruity notes uh, through the aroma. i have just outed
1: myself as well. Sorry,
0: Alice. You her, do yep. get the uh, and an, the initial fruitiness at the start, but I do think it's, there is a bitterness that does come through the beer completely. Yeah, um, it does. It is quite prominent and it does stay, but it's not overpairing Where it, it, I feel that it like offsets the um, tangerine. I do think you get enough no. elements of the beer across as a whole that does make it like it's complex enough, but it's also simple enough that anybody could enjoy. Uh, And also with those type of boxes, there's always an offer going on. So, you know, if you see something for cheap, grab one. Uh, They're decent value. I mean, there's things that won't necessarily set your world on fire in there as well. But yeah, I I was really, really impressed with that. And uh, we've had a couple of corpio beers (sighs) recently, um, not particularly on uh, the podcast. Uh, but this is probably one of my favourite one I've found from the so far. I've been really impressed.
1: Yeah. I think one of the reasons, I, especially, there's a, there's a few um, crack beer places around us, as there is everywhere nowadays, mm-hmm. uh, that have some of these on draft as well. And oh, actually, okay. one of the things for me, which I've always found, um, is, like, I'm, I'm drinking this and I actually can imagine this tastes just as good in draft. It's one of those kind of crack beers where actually it's so well balanced that... I you imagine the right better, flavors, things, honest, yeah. and that's the thing. Actually, it, it's one of those where quite often with crappy, you're thinking this tastes good, but actually, I bet on draft, it tastes better. Whereas actually, this isn't one of those that you're thinking of that. Actually, so I think it's, yeah. it's really, really well balanced. Good, yeah. good pit by there. There you go. He said, you know, he do have a good palate occasionally.
0: On the odd occasion, uh, not recently, if I'm honest. Um, So it has been a while since our last episode has been recorded. Any particular Um, reason
1: for that, Chris? uh, You're
0: well aware of the reason, James. Um, Unfortunately, I haven't been very well. I did unfortunately catch the Uh, COVID-19. My symptoms weren't very bad. However, the main side effects I did have... (laughs) Was the loss of smell and taste. Uh, which And a as cough you, as well, which I didn't help. No, I never had a cough. Oh you didn't have a cough. No, right? I had the cough before and after, but actually never during. Like
1: I say you've been <laughs> coughing a lot,
0: so I just assumed it was part of that, but nope, clearly not. No, wow. okay. cool. Um yeah, so uh I lost my smell and taste. Um, they have come back. I will be completely honest. They are not fully Ash, functioning yeah. and as sharp as they should be. They are still getting better. Um, but I still I think there's enough now so I can at least
1: I think we found Continue that out when on. we had that stout as well, when like you were just not picking up the same anywhere near the same kind of flavour profiles as yeah. kind of you would normally kind of but thing, think. It is so. very muted. Um yeah.
0: I can every day I seem to develop like pick up more and more flavours, yeah. but I know it's gonna well, be ongoing things. It's, long, it's, it's
1: so. you're like Daredevil now, right? So you've got to like <laughs> rebuild those <laughs> sensors back up, so those acute sensors, you know.
0: <laughs> I'm not I'm not uh, disappointed being referred to as Daredevil you can. That's not. probably the proudest that's probably the nicest thing of this. Do you? <laughs> That's probably the happiest yeah. I've ever been in your presence, to be honest. But yeah, so um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> merry yeah. Christmas. Um, <laughs> as
0: a result of being, uh, you know, obviously locked down because legally you have to stay in the house when you've been confirmed yeah. as positive. Yeah. Um. Fortunately, uh, to keep me occupied, one of my favourite shows started back on TV. Now, this is—I know it's a split TV show. People either love it or completely despise it. But I'm a massive fan of Noel Edmonds, House Party. I, yeah, I yeah, massive is. fan. Exactly. Who Need isn't? to bring that back. Who isn't? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the actual uh, the, the TV show I have been watching is I'm a Celebrity. Now, I know this year they've had to do it in Wales rather than uh, Australia, and I've found it quite an intriguing yeah. premise and in the setup.
1: I think that is, for me, it was always one of the things when whenever I've watched any clips of it. Seems to be the really interesting thing. It, seeing it from a base camp point of view, like actually being in a castle and seeing kind of, you know, they've run it down a little bit and they've tried to make it a bit harsher than it probably would have been in terms of the rundown castle and stuff. And you can see it from just like the, the really rusty beds and stuff like that. And they've tried to really make it more kind of haunted house kind of thing. But yeah. I like the, ju- the position from not having like a base camp and having kind of the wilderness and stuff like that like Hmm. the thing is it's one of those where people I know online were complaining about it quite a lot because they were like oh it's just not gonna be the same but you've got to remember the thing is like when they're in the jungle it is a studio still I mean it's still heavily controlled and the thing is the idea of them just being in wilderness isn't the same it's not like Bear Grylls adventure kind of thing in that sense and there's a real big difference to it so the idea of it being able to take place in a castle and have the same kind of atmosphere and feeling to it is quite plausible because that's how the production works really so the fact they go back to the same jungle every year and it's all set up I mean the fact is it is a film studio whether people like it or not it's not like there's you know danger around every single corner like it's heavily monitored and guarded so I think it's one of those where it's it's actually worked quite well and I think people have realised that as they started watching it it's, it's actually just as good and I think cheaper, so they'll probably keep doing it going forward I think. Well so. they had
0: a spike um, when on the first episode because I think a lot of people wanted to see yeah. how it had got on with something like fourteen point six million people uh, tuning into the like the first episode. Obviously there naturally always going to be a drop off from that. I mean there's still gets like something like eight point one million. Wait, it's such a popular
1: that's... show. I mean yeah. you know Anton Deck, right? Like
0: Well Anton Deck, they're funny. Um obviously you've got the whole like, you know, depending on what type of contestants they are me personally, the reason why I enjoy the show the most is because I like seeing people suffer. I'm not going to lie. You're there, a nice person. That is Well, I mean, you know, it's just the funny aspect of it. There's people from a privileged background, and, you know, it's yeah you know, brings you crashing back down to earth. And I think it's hilarious. It keeps me amused. I mean, there's nothing quite like uh, watching Mo Farah, who's a uh, Olympic gold medalist, squawking like a little girl because uh, someone's dropped some cockroaches on him. Brilliant. <laughs> Who's, uh, who's been your favourite contestant so far then? Um, personally, I'd probably say Vernon Kay. Um, Mo Farrell has been a. Like, the trials that he um, was involved in, his first one, like, literally, they uh, dumped some like, offal on top of him. I
1: think I've, that's and one the of the realest trials. So.
0: Uh, like, literally, he like, darted out of there like someone had tried to shoot him. It was just like like, screaming, flo- uh, flailing all over the floor. It was just. <laughs> It was TV gold. It was absolutely fantastic. It was hilarious. But to be fair, I think the reason why people have been complaining a lot this year, actually, ironically enough, is nothing to do with the actual setting. But the biggest complaint I've had is um, the camp has been too nice. And yeah. there's been not been enough arguing to keep people interested. So, take that what you will. But to be fair, there's always, anybody who watches it um, on a regular basis knows that... It deteriorates. They, well, they alternate. They tend to go yeah. for... A nice camp, an aggressive camp. A nice camp, an aggressive camp, and I tend to generally yeah. rotate it. Um, just to kind of give a different feel every time. But also,
1: the big difference I suppose this time is they're not massively far away from home. No. <laughs> so and that does mentally that's completely different than it's not like, you know, you're the other side of the world and you're completely cut off from people in the same kind of way, like, you know, you're only in Wales and I know that's a scary thought for quite a few people, but it's not as bad, <laughs> right? Are we in sort the Welsh?
0: Previous? I think we've been talking about we, body that's, body that's, body now, be that's fine. And um, n-
1: no new territory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but to be honest, uh, the biggest thing that's been kicking off is the fact that they can't do a show on a Saturday night. So, the first Saturday night, they did a recap show, and apparently, they received quite a lot of abuse. Um, to prepare to Anton the Deck, they dealt with it really well in the start of it, uh, start the Sunday episode, because uh, ant and Teresa- <laughs> Thank you all for your feedback, but just so you're aware, I can't do that to myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so the way they dealt with it like what,
1: really Why can't they do a Saturday one? Is it like, assuming,
0: like or town? Well, or? To be completely honest, the one thing that's different between Australia and here is the fact that, obviously, we've got work time directives, so I don't think they're allowed to record seven days a week. Oh, okay. And obviously, because of the restrictions, because of everything that's going on, that means that they can't get a whole new crew in to fill the gap. Yeah. So essentially, they've literally just got to cut... There's a day where they just go, no. No. So, uh, yeah, it's... It's all about cost-cutting and everything as well because it must have cost them an absolute fortune to get the setup or what the have yeah. Wales as well. And with the extra restrictions and the safety aspect of it as well, there's gonna be a I'm, lot of things involved. I suppose I'm
1: just surprised as well from a <clears throat> kind of Big Brother perspective if almost, you know, you've got those remote cameras and stuff like that, whether, do they have shots of that, that still from the day or not? Like Because you could still get some footage, I would have thought,
0: like foot. Yeah, you can't have your hosts. So
1: yeah, I suppose is that. I suppose that'd be the big one. Not even like voiceovers or anything like that. No, or,
0: no, 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 nothing like that. Because obviously it will all no. be done like live, so there's no introductions or anything like that. So. As a mm. overall aspect, um, that's <laughs> what I can do. But no. yeah, there's there was a lot of kickback. Uh, I think they changed the plan. So last Saturday was a uh, unseen footage show. You know, it was, like, yeah. not a highlight real insights They uh, made that clear. <laughs> I, I, I didn't bother watching it, because, you know, I was interested in the live stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go and be honest. I think they've, I think they've done well. Yeah. And considering that the, they've quite easily been cancelled. I
1: suppose well, the biggest surprise for me is you would have thought, like, Saturday night TV would be the one they'd want. Like, if they, if they were, were going to not have a day, bloody <clears politically throat> speaking, why wouldn't it be kind of a Monday or middle of the week or something like that, the fact that it, they picked Saturday, which, you know, I would have thought would be their busier day, it seems a bit weird to me. I know that, you know I mean now yeah. we're just, just debating whether <laughs> Yeah I mean, you know, from it, your production background. I don't know, it just it seems weird to me. Like, yeah, it, seems, it seems day,
0: like we've gone for a production meeting now like, yeah, oh, yeah, you, know, but, you, uh, you know rather uh, than talking about uh, come, and come on out of uh, deck, sort it out. I mean,
1: <laughs> you know, if you want to sponsor the podcast well <laughs> the sponsorship deal and then,
0: well, like, yeah you haven't plugged anything for a bit have you so uh, why not we not done
1: one to plug really true I should, true, should true. we try to get you a vaccine if any vaccines <laughs> want to sponsor us,
0: like. yeah I've heard Pfizer got quite a bit of money at the minute uh, right so uh, that was Monument Valley which is a Tangerine Pale Ale so the Peter Falk for this particular episode you could call it something else, there, maybe. I, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. It's from Black Isle Brewing Company Uh it's an organic, unfiltered IPA called Spider Monkey. Uh, and it is very hazy, straight from the off. That
1: is incredibly hazy. Um, it? It's right.
0: got a very, very golden colour to it. Um, not overly carbonated either, by the looks of it. So. That's is, it, is it some kind of exotic fruit? I mean, I'm just saying from the. Uh Let's it's very a
1: tropical look. from a smell kind of point of view.
0: No, appearance pale gold white foam. Flavour is juicy and tropical. Oh. Aroma is pawpaw, <laughs> wherever the hell that is. And um, pineapple. Or pineapple, as normal people would say. Okay. I,
1: I think I, I definitely picked that up, to be fair. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Pineapple can even be really nice in a beer or horrendous.
1: Well, we've had a lot of... <laughs> milkshake beers with tropical fruits oh, where it's been very bad yeah so, that milkshake that uh, pineapple
0: milkshake IPA was horrendous sorry black sheep sorry, like, just that
1: Viet- Vietnam flashbacks there was oh,
0: terrible um, one of the few beers we've never finished uh, but yeah so i us sit on the aroma
1: what, what strength are we talking here then
0: uh, strength wise oh that's a good point point. Uh, 5.2 uh, okay, just so as a reference point the Monument Valley was 4% I believe yeah 4% yeah. oh the alcoholic straight on it, right? So you have a swig then, James, and uh, give us your verdict. So it doesn't give us any. They haven't really given us any like breakdown of what the hops are in there. So we are going a bit blind. So this was brewed in Scotland. Okay. So, what's the verdict, my friend? Um, a bit weird because I think y- this one
1: is kind of uh, similar to the first in the sense of you get kind of hoppiness to start with into what is kind of more of a tropical after-finish, rather than kind of the uh, kind of orange we've had before. But I think what's weird about it is it seems far more tart than it was before. If anything, more citrusy yeah. than previous. Um, so it's a bit sour, I think, towards the end for me, a little bit.
0: Um, I don't like the sourness. I mean, there's a very subtle bitterness.
1: I, well, I think for me it's just the tartness of it. That's where the sourness mm. is coming from. Um
0: I can pick up the fruity undertones in the kind of aftertaste with the bitter. It's not as bitter as I was expecting to be for an IPA though. um, For an IPA, normally you get a much more distinctive bite at the end. Mm. Um,
1: I don't know. I mean, compared to a pale, that's the thing actually, it's far closer to a pale than a normal IPA we would have, which makes it very similar kind of flavour profiles to the beer we've had previously. It is Um, very,
0: very similar. Um, um, Probably disappointingly so.
1: It is disappointingly so. I think for me it's the fact that the tropical notes are, if anything, too too overpowering. I like the tropical to notes. The, compared to the subtlety of, of the orange before. It is far more punchy. Um, but it is a similar refreshingness at the end. That's the thing. That kind of thing. I don't think the like tropical notes have as much kind of lingering or lasting after effects as the citrus of the previous one. I think it's far more full-bodied and then does disappear yeah. a lot quicker. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll agree with that. Yeah.
0: Um, it is quite sessionable as well yeah I would, I would definitely say it's pleasant I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's probably just trying to um, compare it against something you've had before but they are very similar despite the fact they're supposed to be very sim- different beers yeah
1: I think for me considering the first one was 4 and this is 5.2 I personally can't taste the alcohol I think I can just taste that hoppiness because it does definitely have more of a hoppy nature but I wouldn't have necessarily tried this and thought it was a 5.2 either if I'm honest, yeah, for true. me personally. That's true. the thing, considering it, it is a 5.2, you can't... True. The bite we're getting
0: is probably the alcohol rather than the actual... Hoppiness the itself, hops. yeah. yeah. Um, that's such a good point, I didn't take that into account. Mm. It, it is very nice, it is enjoyable, but it, it's far too similar to the pale ale though I than what I was expecting. I was expecting a little bit more of a difference.
1: I think it's just that IPA point, <clears> point <throat> as well. Like You're you you know, you're expecting more of some kind of hoppiness to it. Yeah, um, True kind of packing more punch I think for me as well the fact that it's kind of the organic unfiltered as well kind of that sediment sometimes yeah. actually you know the fact that it's so hazy normally that does add some of that kind of more harsher taste to it the fact that he doesn't have that's quite surprising because I think that's the kind of thing that normally puts people off of kind of some of the unfiltered IPAs when they see something quite hazy they're like oh I'm not sure like that's going to have a certain taint, taste to it or tang to it but actually you don't really get that. It's quite smooth. Yeah. It, is really. very, it
0: is very smooth. And to me, she's coming down a bit too easy, if I'm honest. I need to slow down yeah. really, because I need to uh, at least like drag it out for a few minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting there drinking away like I'm in a so, pub. Yeah, this is quite good,
1: yeah. <laughs> but it's quite nice, actually. You've been isolated for two weeks. So for this, it's like finally, like, actually uh, getting to do something with other people. Well,
0: yeah, so... Yeah, you because know, we're obviously we are still in the support bubble yeah. together anyway. Although we are in Tier Three lockdown, uh, to the American listeners, basically means we're screwed. Um, yeah. If I'm
1: honest, we say this like so. Lockdown technically ended yesterday. Yeah. Am yes. I right? Yeah. So lockdown technically the end of yesterday, and nothing has changed <laughs> <laughs> apart from shops have opened.
0: Yeah. And that's it. You can go buy a sofa. Cool. That's really helpful. Right. So uh, yeah. So uh, we have had a spike in American listeners. So happy Thanksgiving for last week, um, to anybody else outside of the US, happy Thursday. Um, the, only, the only real reason <laughs> why... We, well, the only real reason why about Thanksgiving is obviously it has no relevance to anybody else. I mean, it, affects,
1: it affects the NFL football schedule. Well, I mean, fair, and that's it, positive. It, so was, well in, done, it was
0: enjoyable watching a uh, game at 6pm on a Thursday no. after we no. well, I did enjoy no. that. But obviously, the main reason why we bowl about Thanksgiving is Black Friday. Yeah. So... It's the weirdest Black Friday I've ever experienced. Well, we both
1: worked retail, so we both had a Black Friday in a shop and yeah. the chaos. I mean, you you were a um, manager at the time, weren't you? So, yes. like, and that's even worse for you. Like, you yeah. have way more stress than somebody who just deals with customers out the front. To be fair, let's be honest. But um, it's just crazy the fact that shops were closed there. So, you know, apart from click and collect, like Black Friday just and Cyber Monday both completely different because on a They became one events
0: really, didn't they, I think? Yeah. I think businesses were expecting a bit more from them, but obviously with everything that's going on, I mean, you're a bit restricted yeah. in what you can and do. And the thing
1: is, I think a lot of shops have kind of the monopoly of it online, so the deals Boom. weren't as good as they have been in previous years.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it's a bit media, but again, I suppose it's the restriction on how much availability you can get things. So obviously one, uh, one of the biggest things that's been released this year is uh, the PlayStation 5 yeah. and Xbox. Uh, series. Ridicu-
1: ridiculous yes. stock availability in this country.
0: Like, Well, yeah. yeah, but also, the biggest thing you'd think from that is, cool, let's get rid of all the old stock consoles. Nothing. Yeah. Well, literally no, no offer on a PlayStation 4, no offer on an Xbox well, One.
1: I, I think the guess is, like, lots of the shops, the physical shops, probably had all their stock, put it onto the online shops, sold it all in cheaper deals beforehand, sure. and they probably haven't bothered buying the stock because they know the availability is going to be for the so rather than putting all your assets into the thing, this it, has got very corporate, but that's probably the reason. Yeah, is probably. they're probably not buying the stock up, so they're probably okay, not like, available.
0: But we look for something like, like decent, don't you? And yeah, like, yeah. I, I think there's like there's nothing really go oh, I really want that. Yeah. And to be fair, that's a, that's a main excitement thing of the yeah, sale. I, there's always normally something you go, what's eat.
1: stupid for me is, is the way they release the PS5 and the Xbox Series X in general in this country. I don't know, just whenever retailers have the stock, they release them straight away, and because they know people will buy them, they release them. But it's like game, we're very smart because whenever the game which is kind of GameStop or kind of a yeah. standard just a video game outlet over in the UK whenever they get stock they try and put it all into bundles because it's all about upselling and getting as much Itch. extra value onto the bundle for them as possible and they know if they've only got 100 consoles right and they put them up in really big bundles people will buy the big bundles because oh. they're so desperate to get consoles they'll do it a lot of the other retailers aren't doing that like Argos they they got some stock like this morning 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and they just sold them straight away as just individual consoles they probably made no profit on it at all but they knew if they put it out there people would buy them and they were sold out by 6am in the morning and everybody wakes up to email stock alerts because they're all on you know you sign up to a mailing list if you were in stock givers. everybody's like why am I getting an email at 3 o'clock to tell me a PS5 like who's awake at 3am to get them to, to, yes. to get advantage of it somebody like,
0: I work with was desperate to get one <laughs> um, and yeah completely missed out because they wanted to get up at 3 o'clock and then you yeah. know yeah they step through and yeah and it's just
1: ridiculous and the idea that that's how they're selling a PS5 like somebody like me I'm a big gamer I want to get one and hopefully you know, in the next two or three months I'm going to get one but at the end of the day I'm not even bothering queuing up like I can't be bothered to wait five hours to get one
0: like it's just not worth it but also like as much as I like having like latest consoles and stuff me being a dad now I don't have that opportunity (laughs) so at most I will get like 15 minutes of gameplay like every couple of days. So, how can I justify spending that much money on a console that's not really going to really do anything different to what I've already got? Yeah. I mean, it, the um, thing is, because
1: I always thought this would be if you're ever buying the Xbox Series X, uh, Xbox One uh, X, Xbox One X, I've got to I mean, be very careful because apparently a lot of people bought the wrong Xbox, yeah. <laughs> which I thought <laughs> yeah, was hysterical. Them, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Because yeah. they're like, oh, Xbox One X. And th- that's part of the reason they've stopped selling it because too many people are buying it wrong, thinking it's the new console. So they've had to do a load of refunds because of it, which is just hysterical. That that makes sense from a 4k uh blu-ray player kind of point yeah. of view because it's a very good value 4k blu-ray player
0: which is the reason why you i've know. got the uh xbox one s at first yeah. place because it's yeah. a 4k blu-ray player i've got a 4k telly yeah. why am i gonna spend a fortune so i as I have it all in one and that's it
1: i feel like if a ps5 was future proof you know and or the ps6 when it has an 8k people will upgrade for maybe yeah. the media purposes or you know add some extra value to it but at the moment it's just it doesn't do anything that the previous console does. It just does it slightly quicker and slightly better graphics. But like, apart from gaming, it doesn't really add much. So,
0: but also the PlayStation Five itself. I mean, is actually bigger than my house. So, I mean, getting it in there would be quite difficult. Yeah. So, I mean, I've never seen seen a console so big in my life. Yeah. Um, and in the PlayStation, the PlayStation Three when that was first released. I mean, that was huge. This yeah. thing just makes it look tiny. Yeah. It's, really it's, it's all about
1: the cooling, isn't it? It's just trying to keep it cold, and then.
0: Well, the one thing that did not make me laugh, because since obviously the last episode of the Xbox One and the PlayStation had been released, so Xbox had to release a statement which said, started with, I can't believe we're having to say this, please stop vaping into your Xbox. Because what people were doing was uh, using the vape machines, blowing it into the bottom of the machine, and then uh, the vapour was coming out the top, making it look like it was smoking. Uh, obviously, when it comes to vaping, uh, it leaves <laughs> the a chemical f- residues. <laughs> a residue, sticky residue, all over the internal parts, which essentially is going to break your brand new machine. It's just cost you 450 quid. I mean, I would Why say... Why would you do that? Just
1: that in... Like, I know people who ruin computers because they vape in the same room, let alone vape through <laughs> the equipment itself. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's... Oh, man. Yeah,
0: it's... uh because I think it started from people saying, "Oh, look, my Xbox is smoking." And yeah, it's kind of it's yeah. it kind of, it basically just trying to get people to view their YouTube page, Essentially, yeah. um, that's quite funny. But, I mean, yeah.
1: the best things I saw, to be fair, which I always find funny, are the people who who get a box with a picture of a PS5 in which they paid four hundred pounds for yeah. on eBay, or you know, there was there's one person which paid a hundred quid on a ps5 from ebay and they were surprised that they got bricks in a box you spent a hundred quid like that you like how people aren't savvy (laughs) enough to know that's a scam i don't understand like it's just it's crazy people think oh it's a really good value isn't it i'll buy that from a person who's got one star or no rating yeah
0: well as Um, you're well aware i hate scalpers so i'll I'll, I'll rather less than give somebody else satisfaction because I'd rather them lose, see them losing the money. It's their own fault. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, there's nothing illegal with it. It's just infuriating, and it just makes the people who actually genuinely yeah. enjoy it. means they don't get the opportunity to get one, which... I mean, for me, personally,
1: like. all the games are going to come out on the previous console anyway, so it's kind of meaningless for the next year or two, because you're not going to miss out on any content or anything <clears> like that. It's just you're not going to play in the best kind of conditions. But like somebody like yourself, who's only playing it briefly, if ever... It doesn't really matter. Well, and I think in a couple of years' time, it'll, you'll suddenly get bundles and it'll be cheaper and it'll be like discounted, and then it'll be okay. Like,
0: well, Sony have said it's going to take three years to start phasing it PlayStation Four. Mm. So I've got no. I mean, the thing was, is really the,
1: the problem, especially with Sony, right? When you have a very popular console because it outsold Xbox probably by double, if not slightly more than that, right? Is they've got a lot more players that they need to move over. Like they still have a heavy PS3 base at the moment True. that's the thing and especially in a lot of the kind of um kind of other countries around the world where maybe they never sold up to the ps4 like they still got old consoles like it, it's really hard to then try and just move over all to one console so i mean i remember working at game and we were selling the new fifa on xbox 360 and people were still coming in buying the new fifa on xbox 360 and it yeah, blew my mind
0: to, i mean to be honest when it can kind of comes to um games such as like fifa or um any kind of sport related game i was the main enjoyment part of it is the fact that you're playing the sport you actually yeah. want to enjoy, rather than having the high spec graphics or anything like that. So I do understand that. Uh, well, I mean, one particular game that always annoyed me was um, Forza Horizon Two, because well, yeah. obviously Forza Horizon <laughs> Two on Xbox One was an amazing game, yeah, great game. But then they released uh, Forza Horizon Two on the 360 <laughs> because that was the old outgoing console, but it wasn't Forza Horizon Two. It was Forza Horizon 1 with different skins on it.
1: Yeah. What I love about that as well, they charge a heavy retail price as well. Yeah. Oh, massive. <laughs> and you're like, uh,
0: no. But yeah, so that's, uh, a... Gaming, uh,
1: gaming section there, done. Yeah, it. gaming so, section done. You
0: know. But well, we had to mention it because it's a massive thing at the moment. And if you've been lucky enough to get one, uh, please let us know how you're getting on with it because we love gaming, as we've mentioned previously. So uh, if you are, if you've got one, let us know what. You like what you don't like, and just give us a bit of an update on it. Uh, is it worth us getting one, or should we hold off? So that's always handy yeah. for that, yeah. really. Uh, right. So yeah, the the um, spider monkey from Black Oil Brewing Company. That was our uh, Peter Falk for this episode. Now the around the world for this episode is all the way from Budapest. Budapest. This is Horizon uh, Brewing Company, and this is called Hazy Queen not James obviously just to clarify I mean although he has been called the haze been more than once uh, this is a New England IPA uh, and it is 6% in volume are you okay there James?
1: yeah I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna. <laughs> They go there. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. The question is: Is this a hidden treasure chest? Let's find out.
0: Well, we did have uh, an arrosent beer before. I believe it was when uh, we had a uh, drunken escapades on the Instagram Live. I think it was one of those we had. It was, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm
1: going to let you try this one first. Okay,
0: just just so you kind of give you. I'm a not going to lie. This does look, look very very thick, and it's even going to be really juicy or really bitter. And I, I can't did.
1: Yeah, decide. I will agree with you. I mean, six percent as well. So I think we're going to. What's th- subtle on we'll the, the aroma a, though? If you smell it, up.
0: there's um. There's nothing I can't really decipher anything in particular from you.
1: No, not really. I mean it definitely tastes like smells strong, sorry, more than anything from the aroma, I think. That's what I'm getting, the strength. But you've not recoiled, which is always a good
0: sign. Literally, the first words that came to mind was oh my days. Uh good or bad? That is amazing.
1: Oh wow, okay.
0: That is absolutely stunning. Um it's not overly bitter it is very smooth it's very juicy I can't tell that that's 6% that is a dangerous dangerous beer but it is absolutely stunning um, it is I say it's ex- it is extremely hazy it's, again very light yellowy golden colour um, I really can't pick anything up in the nose at all but the no. flavour is absolutely it, It's there's just a, a sweet juiciness to it no, no not sweet it is just a juiciness to it isn't it mm. Again, it's very subtle on the bitterness, though.
1: The bitterness is right at the end, and it yeah. is subtle. But yeah, you're right. It's, I, you know what the big difference is actually compared to the others. The others started with their kind of hoppiness or bitterness, and then went into that kind of juicy aftertaste. This actually juice right from the start, and then kind of just kind of tails off to the bitterness yeah. a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'd um, agree with that. It is far more full bodied as well. Yeah, um, but again, light, this
1: really. this doesn't taste six percent. If anything, it probably the five point two tastes stronger. I would say, just from yeah. the kind of the, the, the taste of it, that is incredibly weird.
0: Yeah, um, that is very, very dangerous. I say, there's not really much else you can say. Are you getting me. any
1: kind of specific fruit? That thing it's kind of placing what it is. Um, I mean, all it says here tropical fruit, Calvacade. Um, calvocade? Calvocate? Calvocade.
0: No idea what that's supposed to be. Um,
1: uh, juicy and creamy mouthfeel.
0: Wow! Wow! I'm not, I'm not, I'm <laughs> that not, could be an advert at I'm, the I'm start of our to, podcast. Can I'm it? not trying to work out whether um, the wording uh, was creepy or you saying it was creepy, but either way, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, that, it's uh, oh, it is a double dry hops, though. Second, sorry, it's double dry hops, which it I really really wouldn't have
1: told to be fair. No, cause I would normally, not, cause normally that's like cause a, the IPA. I yeah.
0: No, it's... Just um,
1: but... Yeah, no, that, that, that's crazy. I wouldn't... It really isn't that hoppy. No. Like, the fruit definitely takes over, if that is the case. Like, there is I, hoppiness I think
0: so eat. as well, yeah. And it would really would be interesting to see what they'll actually put in it as well. Well,
1: it's the tropical notes, because the thing is, I, I, it's not as tropical as the last one, because the last one, you could definitely taste that pineapple. And, yeah. you know, that. Those kind of fru- like I can't place what the fruit is, and you can tell it's fruity, but
0: it is it is prominent. Like, it's definitely yeah. prominent, but I can't. Yeah, again, same for you. I get the fruitiness. I think it's a combination of fruit. Um, that's the reason why we can't pick it up. But it's obviously flavours that complement each other very well. The reason why we can't I kind of want to say mango.
1: I was thinking that. That's the thing from from a thing. I it, it tastes similar to mango. Like beers that we've had previously, maybe a bit of passion fruit. So yeah, I was. That's well. the sweetness. I think the sweetness yeah. would be the yeah passion fruit. No,
0: that's absolutely beautiful. You um, know
1: what? Genuinely, because it does remind me of kind of JTO passion, like my <laughs> passion fruit. If we're going to describe it as a fruity taste, actually, now I think about it, that probably is a good <laughs> way. Like a very hoppy version,
0: <laughs> basically. Yeah, um, it, it is. It's yeah. absolutely stunning, but it's, it's incredibly dangerous. Yeah. yeah, I mean, your legs just stop working after a couple of them, wouldn't it? Really, let's face it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, James, I do believe uh, I've got a random question for you, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know what this random question is, so uh, this could if be I, like, um,
1: any kids are watching, like, listen or watching. Watching. What, watching. Is, what is it? What you is it? With watching? I know, I know because I imagine this to be a team. I imagine there's a lot of Can live you smell burnt toast, James? Can I put my hands up in my head? Or? <laughs> oh, You're the other one having a stroke, not me. Well, yeah, you don't need to tell everybody.
0: Oh, no, we've got the viewers, haven't we? Oh, we've got the viewers. Oh, wait. That's
1: terrible. <laughs> you can't do it if they're watching, can you?
0: Well, stage fright. Stage fright. Uh, please anyway.
1: continue. No, so uh, what I've been watching recently is uh, Jurassic Park, because they're all on Netflix at the moment. Okay. So I've been watching through Jurassic Park. Uh, I think I've just finished... I
0: actually went to the cinema to see that when it was released. That shows how old I am. Did you actually? Yeah. And uh, oh, wow. very, very yeah, briefly before you... Oh, no, this is, no question, this is good. No, this is what um, I wanted. <laughs> it was actually in Bridlington. Uh, the reason why... Bridlington, how random? Well... As you're aware, I grew up in a household with just my mum and my sister, yeah. so it was a very female-orientated household. and they used Which is why
1: you've turned out the flamboyant. way Flamboyant.
0: Exactly. Um, nice no yeah. dress, by the way. <laughs> well, you know, I like to dress up. Um, yeah, so we uh, they were involved in a dance troupe, uh, and they used to go Sorry, to... Sorry, they or you? Oh no, I very much hate dancing. It's literally scarred <laughs> me for, hence why I can't watch musicals or... or strictly come dancing. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we... Used to go to, I think it was October half term. We'd go to Bridlington for this um, dance yeah. troupe, um, like, what's it called? Competition. Um, and I hated it. The main reason being, it was dancing. It was a little, really long journey on a coach, because everybody used to go on the same coach, and he was like, I was sick every time, because I used to get travel sick, and it was before the day, so is, like, travel sickness, and this is before you could
1: drink alcohol, which yeah. makes coach
0: trips bearable, yeah. Exactly, yeah, uh, so, and every time i go there, because I grew up in such a polluted area, the fresh air used to make me ill as well, so, <laughs> yeah, it was a really, really fun time, and, um, yeah, so, as a reward for me being dragged along uh, to this, we, they decided to take all the lads to go and see Jurassic Park. In the cinema. And um, I don't know if anybody's seen it or can remember the film. Do you know the part where um, the dinosaurs are kind of escaped? And as the woman's walking through the underground, uh, underground tunnel parts, uh, oh, the, yeah. hand, the hand falls on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And obviously it's just the hand because the rest of it is being a From the tech the guy who, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, as that happened, uh, there was a lady called Jill, I believe... Uh, and literally put the hand on my mum's shoulder and like I'm just taking the lads to the toilet Aww. at the same time that happened so my mum in the middle of the cinema just shrieked at the top of her voice and literally everybody was just like what the hell is going on you know just like literally so the, time, the, the timing was amazing what I love
1: it it's so coincidental it's not like she <laughs> yes. was trying to um, do it or she'd seen it, that. oh, that's no, it, amazing. it it was completely
0: done by accident but oh. yeah my mom. yeah I know
1: the exact because it is just the hand's like disembodied as well right so it just kind of falls on top of her like, yeah yeah. it was literally,
0: yeah. literally just the arm and I say my mum absolutely shat herself and it was you know it's hilarious because it's like what 25 years on I can still remember what happened because it was just it was just amazing. Obviously, the rest of us were just wetting our souls. Um, it, oh, it was so good. Yeah, sorry, I just thought I'd share that with you. It's a
1: shame because this story is probably better than the outcome of what this question is going to be. And that, that's the best part about it. But, um, no, so the, the reason is uh, there, there's a great bit where um, in Jurassic Park 3 where they're on like a river, right? And they're going kind of on a river. Right? And there's loads of dinosaurs kind of there. And, like, I think it was my girlfriend at the time just joked to me, like, oh, can you imagine, like, a T-Rex just fishing them up? And it just led into the most random half an hour of what's the funniest thing you can imagine a Tyrannosaurus Rex trying to do? Because, of course, they are famously have very tiny arms. It's just the kind of logistical challenge of... I, I know a lot of people make fun of it and it's a kind of standard question and kind of jokey thing that people do um but we came up with the most kind of random wacky ones my favorite was a tyrannosaurus rex doing badminton because you've also got the movement i can just imagine there's them like quite, running towards it there is exactly there? and this is the thing so well,
0: one thing that we uh <sighs> me and my friends used to do when we were younger was um trying like t-rex fighting
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done T-Rex. So, yeah, so <laughs> I've done T-Rex.
0: For anybody who doesn't know what T-Rex swiping is, essentially you stick your arms inside your T-shirt so only I mean your forearms are sticking out and then try and beat each other. It was a very productive uh, teenage years that I had. Um, I mean, I did that, and I did have productive <laughs> teenage years, so it must just be a thing for guys, really. Like, <laughs> oh, There's a reason why we uh, don't live as long as women. But, um, yeah, like, oh. I, don't, I don't really know what to say to what would be the funniest thing with it, really. It's just... <laughs> it is what it is. Isn't it? This,
1: this is what I said though. Your story would be funnier than the question. I don't know. I was curious because I've asked quite a few people at work, and like a, a lot of them have found it hysterical just thinking of ideas. Because it is one of those things where you can just kind of lose yourself just trying to think of random things. But if you can't, then. To
0: be fair, the only thing I can genuinely when you said that the first thing the bottom in my head was uh, a T. Rex trying to body slam into a uh, Stegosaurus. Don't ask me why. <laughs> That's just the way my brain works. Uh, things you you actually
1: like dinosaurs, though, don't you? Well? Yeah, so I for them. you, you're probably just imagining dinosaurs fighting. Like you don't need them to do funny things. Like you just want them to be aggressive, right? So exactly for you. like controlled aggression is completely fine. Well, I do. I like you. Supposed to get the there's like a Tyrannosaurus boxing game that you used to be able to get on the oh, PC, okay. which is quite random. But yeah, because of course you can't do anything, so you have to get really close to them, which is quite funny. Like, but
0: I've never. But heard like, that in my life.
1: if you're going to box, then why not just eat people? Because you know you're a big Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, <laughs>
0: what a random way to end that statement what a random I mean literally <laughs> oh this is brilliant it's, oh. it's literally it's taking a nosedive shall we say with the quality of the content the quality of the content I'm worried about is the fact that I'm, I'm not lying
1: to you Chris and, and the sad truth is and this says more about the, the quality of my relationship is that I spent about an hour pissing myself with my girlfriend laughing about this and the idea that I've just put, and it's just fallen completely flat is quite funny I mean, the problem is you've had your funny story about the, the cinema, and maybe that should have been the end of it, because that, uh, that would have ended on a much higher note, but... because yeah, I then...
0: didn't know what you were going to say, yeah. so literally, when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that, re- oh, that reminds me of this, but... Um... Well, you know what,
1: the, the truth is, we started this podcast because, of course, this is what we used to do, we used to just sit around talking about beer, chatting bollocks and, and drinking this is beer. the kind of bollocks that i chat and uh, would fall flat as normal, so uh, this is kind of an accurate <laughs> reflection of, of what this started out as.
0: Uh, or is it Art Imitating Life? <laughs> as exactly. They say. exactly. Uh, yeah, so that was the Hazy Queen from uh, Um Very, very dangerous beer because you very couldn't taste any of the alcohol content and it was a very, very enjoyable drink. Yeah,
1: the only thing I would say about it is because uh, we often say this with, with that kind of beer, whereas the more you drink of it, you know, the harsher it gets. It really didn't. Like, it stayed just as drinkable and sessionable the more you drank of it. So, yeah, that was incredibly good.
0: Well, that brings us... Lovely onto the wild card, Mero. I picked this beer solely because it was inspired by yourself. So this yeah. is from Evil Twin Brewing, which is James Beer. Yeah. Now, yeah,
1: I know it's my beer, but what's it called, Chris? It's
0: called James Beer, not James's beer. Oh, yeah, sorry, grammatically correct, yeah. Correct, sorry, correct, yeah. Uh, now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you drink whilst giving away as little information about this as possible because I want to see what your reaction is. Okay. And then I will explain why I'm trying to hold off. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just the smell in you from the face. No, I'm not, not really. sure about the smell straight away. Yeah, well, as I say, once you've had a, a good gulp of it, <laughs> okay. I'll explain uh, why I'm holding off, or at least try another uh, like, pause. Um,
1: okay, compared to other sours, that's not as bad as it.
0: Well, is it's it not a sour for a start. Are you sure? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that isn't a sour? Is this gone off, then? Because... <laughs> No, <laughs> he is They're
0: not. me, a little bit a week old. Uh, so this is a Berliner Weiss, which has been brewed with
1: olive and
0: strawberry.
1: The strawberry, I get, but that's not a sour. Apparently not. So, Chris. Okay, then I'm just going to take the can away from you, and I think you should drink that.
0: The yeah. olive, I can't. I... To be honest, the, the reason, the main reason, because I know you hate a Weiss beer anyway. But the olive and strawberry together they just seem like a horrendous uh, mixture. And also it's got wheat in it. So I was hoping for a much worse reaction than that. First thing, but- I
1: I can't taste the wheat. Is it the olive because of kind of the acidity, the vinegar or something? And that's what Possibly, actually. potentially that's yeah. the thing I'm tasting, but So when I say it tastes sour, I mean We'll see what you think, but that's the acidity and the fruitiness there. Okay, that. so
0: from the colour aspect, with if I our take a nose of the aroma, uh, it's very orange. It looks like a fruit juice. Um, I mean, oh, that's a very, very interesting aroma, in it. it's it? Uh, you can't really... Well, see, the olive I would never have picked up. I think, since, as you said it, I kind of... You can kind of smell that. Yeah. It's kind of like the saltiness, so to speak. The really.
1: strawberry definitely comes through for me. The strawberry is so obviously there, and it's the aftertaste for me. But, and it is a confused
0: taste. Right. I mean, to be fair, I mean, it's a perfect beer for you, isn't it? It's salty with a bitter aftertaste. Um, <laughs> Just ask Daniel. Anyway. Um, I mean, that isn't a sour.
1: That isn't a sour.
0: That's a sour. Jesus Christ.
1: Exactly. This 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 is what's made me away, <laughs> There's no way Ooh. that's not a
0: sour. That is weird.
1: Yeah, when you're saying it's not sour, I'm like, wait, okay, this there's, there's something that, wrong with this. That then. is a sour. That must there's be got to be a
0: sour. That's got to be a sour. It doesn't class it's itself. A unless a billion advice is um. Is this where we
1: just don't know? It must be. Cause... I mean,
0: to be fair, we can't have knowledge about everything. Uh, possibly could have researched it before, but to be fair, the reason why I wanted it as a wild card it's is because Jay-Z. I wanted to go in blind and see what happened because it just looked so random. Yeah,
1: I think, you know what, and I feel like actually the sourness is probably what's taken away from the olive in a way if i'm honest there because i can it's, definitely taste my the thing is for me i the fruitiness when you have a sour and it is so overwhelming because of the kind of acidity yeah. you focus on that fruity that's kind of what gets you through it so i'm focusing on the strawberry just out of salvation more than anything else so but i'm not sure with it, the olive.
0: But. it's very very interesting um it's only three point five percent as well, James. That seems a lot stronger than sorry, that.
1: Sorry, sorry, that's what?
0: Yeah, three point five percent. There's hardly any alcohol content in it. It's, especially in comparison with but the Daisy Queen, which was six percent. That's the acidity. True. That's the thing. It I do that that's got a lot strength, of bite.
1: That's acidity. Um, I, I personally think that's revolting. <laughs> uh, Cards on the table. I'm gonna hide you. Bet. I you
0: could have, have waited until I hadn't middle flood here, because <laughs> that could have got very costly. Um, I think it's it's not horrendous,
1: you know. Maybe it's the odd, right? Maybe that's what's ruining it for me. If this was just strawberry, it wouldn't be too bad. Maybe, maybe that's the. Well, I'm not a massive strawberry
0: fan either. To to for me,
1: I am though, and I wouldn't. Mind. You know what? Because we've had a few hours, you know, and I would say this isn't the worst hour I've had. Oh no, 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 worrying, which, which says a lot about it. But the flavour is just confused, and I think maybe it's because. Maybe if I didn't know there was olive in it, I wouldn't think it was as I don't know, but there's a slight hint with the strawberry that does seem a bit off to me.
0: Okay, so So, how I probably analyse it is I get the initial sweetness from the strawberry, I get a little bit of saltiness, and then followed by effectively what is a creamy yet sharp aftertaste. The saltiness and the creaminess probably both come from the olive. Yeah. Because olive does have, obviously, quite a rich texture. So that could be part of that as well. Um, And then, obviously, have that sour sharpness at the end. It's not overpowering. uh, Or I could be benefiting from the fact that my taste buds aren't fully functioning. Either way, I'm not finding it completely unpleasant. It's nowhere near as nice as the 15 sour that we have had in the past, uh, which we absolutely loved. Um, Yeah. But, overall... um, if you're into sewers, I'd definitely say give it a try. But there is a lot going on for something that's I, yeah, not I, particularly high in alcohol.
1: It's it's just confused. I don't know. Whoever thought about putting olives
0: and strawberries... Oh, that's why it's called James Beer. Very confused. Hey, that's not fair.
1: I came out of closet a closet many years ago. Fire! <laughs> <laughs> Here's Jimmy. No. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think that joke's going to be far more relevant for our UK listeners rather than the uh, really international ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, uh, um,
0: you know what, I'm not even going to say it. No, please. No, continue.
1: don't, 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 don't explain it. No, I, I think you know what. Actually, it is. It's still not terrible. That's no, the no, thing. Not it's not terrible. So I think you've got to remember we've had three very similar beers. Yes, right. In terms of kind of fruity beers that you know are quite subtle, not too much hoppiness and all that which stuff,
0: which continues to be a pale um, ale, a fruity pale ale, yeah. an and unfiltered IPA, and then a, a double dry hopped uh, I, New England IPA, and they're all very, very, very similar. Very
1: similar. Um, and so this is the outline, like the outline, just because it is a sour and it is so tart and it's so sharp. Yeah. And however you rate it against all the beers, it will always stand out. So if you're a massive Correct. fan of sours. Then this would be oh yeah I love that that's great the acidity and some you know some people do like like a sour sweet occasion. That, that sour oh, is a massive fan of so I, I can imagine people liking it I think for me you know the sour sour apart it's the fruit itself is a bit off to me the fact that it's not just you know I, this is where I think mixed berry works better than just strawberry okay because strawberry by itself is kind of a weird kind of um, fruit and tartness to it in itself whereas actually the tropical notes tend to be a lot more refreshing and not as kind of in your face almost and refreshing and and that's the thing for me like the strawberry and the olive that combination just clearly doesn't work from a flavor point of view and that's kind of the confusion because actually the sourness you get over and it just leaves you with a bit like trying to figure out what it is and obviously it's too complex if you're left wondering what is that other flavor it's too complex, in my opinion. That that that's kind of the note for me. So,
0: okay, James. Yeah. Well, it is that time of the episode where we need to start putting things in order. Okay, um, so number
1: one, clearly, James beer for me.
0: <laughs> hammer's beer,
1: Hannes beer. Just for the note, um, I'll let
0: I'll let you go first.
1: Okay, I, I, yeah, I think we're gonna. Because three beers are very similar, we're going to be different, probably, because of how similar they are, which notes we like more of it, yes. so this, this will be the thing, so...
0: Okay, so, obviously, in last place, for me, personally, is the James beer. Just because it's got my
1: name on it, that's I unfair. I mean, generally,
0: it's always disappointing, which is quite apt. Um, so, with that, yes, there is a, there's a lot of complexity to it, and to be honest, I'm enjoying it more than I thought, but again, you always have to compare it against the other beers that we've had, and... With the other beers that we've had, I would probably say that that, is, that has been the least enjoyable overall for me. Um, in third place, surprisingly enough, I'm actually going to go for Monument Valley. Okay. Um, I actually really enjoyed the beer the first time I had it, however, um, the biggest thing for me... Clearly, because my taste buds aren't working as well as before, I couldn't pick up the tangerine as much. So I think that because of... And I, I think if I had it in a month's time, it would switch, like two and three would switch places. Okay. But at the moment, I would, based on what I'm currently picking up, Money Valley would fall into third place. Uh, the um, Spider Monkey is in second place. Uh, because I did pick up the tropical notes a little bit more than what I did against the Monument Valley. Again, very, very similar styles of beers, uh, but I did personally enjoy the Spider Monkey that sl- very slightly bit more. Not massively, but very slightly because I could pick up the tones a little bit more. But yeah, um, in first place, hands down for me, and you probably gathered the second I drank it. Hazy Queen. Now, consider that's a double dry hot uh New England IPA, I wasn't expecting to enjoy that. That is a smashing beer and I loved every single bit of it.
1: Okay, so I I think there's gonna be a lot of crossover and ah this it it, you know what it's a hard one because of how similar the three are. And there's part of me that wants to be different just for the sake of it. Um but if I okay so if I'm being honest from, from my standpoint, James Beer Evil Twin Brewing is, is at the bottom. Okay,
0: I've seen your, the faces you've been pulling up. <coughs> so, exactly. Uh, I
1: think, you know, at the end of the day, it's a sour beer. It's going to stand out from what are three very refreshing beers. So from my standpoint, just the beer itself. Like, it is a nice beer, and I feel like if that was in a mix of a of a wider variety, like, I'd probably still be putting that maybe ahead of a stout at this point, just based on what we've been having, or something like, okay. like that, if I'm honest. Like, but no, no, just, just no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> To be fair, it's my third and second is so, so close. And...
0: I mean, feel free to at least... To say some time. words. Yeah, yeah sorry. Nice.
1: No, okay, so I'm, I'm probably... <sighs>
0: I'm hate. probably... Yeah, I know. the <laughs> Superb. Oh, so <sorry. laughs> high-quality high list in there, James. Well, yeah, but
1: the viewers are loving it. They're loving the indecision <laughs> on my face. Uh, no, okay, so Spider-Monkey is going is going third. Black-eyed brewing, okay. okay. Um, it was very pleasant. It's really hard to then compare it to the second because it's so close to, like, the difference. I think for me they both have bitterness but I think I prefer the bitterness surprisingly of the pale ale than the IPA I just think actually that tasted more hoppy which is a bit weird I was expecting the IPA to taste more hoppy but actually I think where the bitterness was coming into it I think it was far more stated maybe it was because it was the first one we had and that could have been the reason um, having not kind of retried them but I think I would probably put Monument Valley then the Tangerine Pale as my second and the Hazy Queen I think for both of us is just really good I'm a massive fan of IPAs the fact that it's got the fruitiness and the hoppiness and actually you know be able to have a little bit more of that at the end afterwards you know after the sour you pick up on the hops a lot more the second time around actually oh, okay. and that's what's surprising for me actually that is just a really really good beer and the fact that it doesn't push the fact that it's double dry hops either
0: yeah I, I is mean, a I surprise to me i
1: know a lot of new england are double dry and maybe that's why it's just because they assume that most people know that but
0: true
1: um at the same time yeah hazy queen uh, not for the first time, I, I picked Hazy Queen.
0: <laughs> well, you are a Hazy Queen, so uh, right. Um, very briefly before we go, uh, thank you to everyone who did get involved in the Movember. Yeah,
1: um, I am staying away from schools, as many people pointed <laughs> out to me. I, I am doing that. Uh, the problem is, somebody did say I was on a register, so I assumed like most times you had to go to school to have your name called out. <laughs> but clearly, that's not how that works. So
0: yeah, yeah. so. Uh, <laughs> Swiftly moving on. Swiftly moving on from yeah. that joke. <laughs> uh, thank, you, uh, thank you for everybody who uh, donated. I do believe all the um, competition for the 20 win- beer winners is actually closed. Obviously, donations are still being accepted. Uh, but I believe the winners are being announced this weekend. So, um, anybody, if you just follow beer hashtag across Instagram you should be able to see all the updates from that about who all the winners are uh, but yeah obviously it's always going to a good cause anyway so if you can spare anything I appreciate the moment everything isn't going as what we'd normally expect but if anything that's probably the time that the Movember is going to be used a lot more yeah. so uh, hopefully um, no one who listens to this will have to get involved in any of that but please yeah. donate what you can but good luck to everybody and hopefully you uh, let us know if you actually did win any of the superb prizes that we have on offer but yeah so uh, we, we are oh sorry no you carry on uh, we are all back <laughs> up and running now so um, it is business as usual obviously we're not going to be able to fill uh, catch up with the gap so we will just continue as normal from this particular point uh, but we will be bringing you regular content as normal we haven't gone anywhere Uh, and hopefully we can keep you entertained on your ways to and from work. Um, What did you want to add? The the only
1: thing I was going to add is we are going to do something um, over December because we've been doing so much regular content on Instagram and social media for the kind of Move Beer thing. We kind of want to carry that on because we do like interacting with everybody as kind of community and just kind of talk to people. So uh, a few people might have already seen it, but we're doing the kind of Advent, Christmas beer advent kind of thing. So every single day, we're going to be posting a, a new beer we've, we've tried, a little review on there as well, just kind of how we like. It's very brief, but it's kind of like a bite-sized chunk of beer and bants in that sense. So uh, we try not only have kind of a little bit of review, but kind of, kind of our honest opinion based on the beers we have. So, for example, we had a stout, which... Actually, you surprisingly light, yeah, which I was weird. Quite and, it, yeah. and you know, so if you're a regular listener, not viewer of the podcast, then you might actually <laughs> be able to interact with us a bit that way because you know we are trying to have a wide variety of different things. We've got some really good ones lined up for the uh, rest of the month as well. Um, really good one lined up for Christmas Day as well, uh, which is probably going to be the last one. But we're going to try and do for the next kind of. 4, well, 25 I, I days, do have so. an
0: idea about the Christmas Day one, which I may divulge on the next episode because that should be done well before Christmas Uh, but I think we should do something slightly different with that but obviously I'll I'll get you informed as well as uh, else I can't (laughs) wait for next episode I'll definitely
1: be tuning in for next episode to find out (laughs) it'll
0: be a first time Uh, it was on my
1: top podcast on Spotify (laughs) 2020 actually, thank you was that the only
0: one you listened to on Spotify? maybe but
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you on the next one.
0: Yeah, and uh, thank you very much for all your support and uh, all the comments and all the shares that we do get uh, across social. We do appreciate every single person who tries to spread our words, uh, and hopefully we've kept you entertained again. And, yeah, we'll be speaking to you soon. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.